right. Happy Thursday. Hope everybody is doing good. You know, they lie to you. They lie to you all the time. They lie to you about Russian collusion. They lie to you about 45's impeachment number one, impeachment number two. They lied to you when they said there was Russian bounties on our military soldiers. They lied to you when they said that Trump said that our soldiers were losers. They lie, they lie, they lie to you about the death count. They lie to you about the lab leak. They lie to you about gain of function research. They lie, they lie, they lie. Now here's the one we're gonna launch into tonight. They lied to you. And when I say they, I mean the demon rat party, the Democratic Party, the mainstream media, which is absolutely nothing but the Pravda media, the Goebbels media. That's all that they are. They have been lying to you. They will never stop lying to you because their father is the devil right out of John chapter 8, 44 and 45. The devil is the father of lies. His native language is lies. They're, he's a murderer from the beginning, just like the Democratic Party with Planned Parenthood. They lie to you and they tell you that taking a child piece by bloody piece out of the mother's womb is not murder, which it is. They lie, they lie, they lie. Now the next big lie that we're going to dissect is they lied to you and they tell you all the time that there was an insurrection on January 6, 2021. There was no such thing as an insurrection that occurred on Capitol Hill on that day. There was no insurrection. There was barely a riot. There was barely trespassing. The cops let them in. And now more and more information has come out just like they used to call you a conspiracy theorist, a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist just a few months ago, if you dared say that the coronavirus was the result of a lab leak out of Wuhan, China, they would call you a conspiracy theorist if you espouse that viewpoint. Well, just like we've been saying for months, there was never an insurrection. How can you have an insurrection with zero firearms? The only person killed was Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed protester shot through the neck by a Capitol Hill police officer yet to be identified. They've yet to release 14,000 hours worth of video footage. They've yet to identify that officer. They, won't they will not identify that officer to the family, to the public, to the media, or to anybody else, not to other politicians politicians. Nobody knows who that officer is. How can this be? They are nothing but a den of thieves and liars. That's who these people are. And I'm talking specifically about the Democratic Party. And I don't care who they are. It's like people when they say, you know what, the FBI is the rank and file of the FBI is good. No, they're not. And there's not one good Democrat, not one. I'm not kidding you, not one. There's not one good Democrat. The only ones you might want to talk about, cinema out of Arizona or Manchin out of West Virginia. The only reason why they go right at all is so that they get reelected. They, if they could, they'd go as hard left as they possibly could, straight to hell on earth. That's what hard left is, hell on earth. Socialist, utopian, communistic, hell on earth. New, um, you know, The new world order, the world economic forum, Klaus Schwab, the great reset, that's what they all want. But they've been lying now for months. They use it as a political weapon. They use it so that they can do unjust search, seizures, and warrants against people who support Donald Trump. They use it as an excuse to deep dive into our, sol uh, into our soldiers' social media, you know, whatever it is, whether on Instagram, whether on Facebook, whatever it is that they are, they're on. They use it as an excuse to deep dive and look for some sort of white supremacy with our soldiers, some sort of bigotry with our soldiers, some sort of what they would call extreme 
extremism as they hunt out extremism with our Marines, with our soldiers, with our, with our Navy, whoever it is, Coast Guard, all of our soldiers, all of our servicemen and women, they're deep diving into their social media outlets because allegedly there was an insurrection on January 6th, the most grievous threat. They've, they've also attached white supremacy to that insurrection, even though there's absolutely no evidence. You're like, how can people so blatantly lie? Because their father is the devil. You can't say that, Tom. Yes, I can because the devil is a liar from the beginning. He's a murderer from the beginning. And that's all that these people do. But here's the good thing. Here's the good news. With the truth, the facts, are starting to leak out. Here's Tucker talking about it. Play it for me. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson. Tonight, last night, we opened this show with new information about what happened at the Capitol on January 6th. No day, it's fair to say, in recent American history has received more media attention or been used for greater political effect by partisan actors. Because of January 6th, our Attorney General told us this week, we've got to change our country forever. And yet, given all the talking, the endless talking about January 6th, it is remarkable what we still don't know about what actually took place that day. Until this Monday night, for example, when it was reported by Revolver News, we had no idea that at least 20 organizers and participants in the events at the Capitol have not been indicted, despite the nationwide dragnet for people who were there. This is interesting. The government knows exactly who these people are, but has refused to charge them with crimes. Why is that? Well, because it seems like they may have had some connection to the government. Some of the people who broke into the Capitol, committed crimes while inside, and encouraged others to do the same appear to have been in contact with the FBI before the event. Let that sink in for a moment. The events of January 6th that you keep hearing about endlessly, events that Democrats in Congress describe as an act of war carried out by white supremacists, as dangerous and historically significant as Pearl Harbor and 9-11, those events apparently were at least in part organized and carried out in secret by people connected to federal law enforcement. It's hard to think of a bigger potential scandal than this one. Now it's clear why the government won't release more than 14,000 hours of surveillance footage shot at the Capitol that day. People they know are on the tape. Well, last night, clips from our show began to circulate on social media. The tech monopolies, which helped get Joe Biden elected, continued to work closely with the administration to control the news and information that you are allowed to see, because it's America, right? Well, this piece of news, the one on our show last night, was a problem for them, so they tried to make it go away. Twitter appended the following note to our clip last night, quote, federal law does not permit cooperating witnesses or informants to be charged with conspiracy, despite a baseless suggestion by Tucker Carlson that some co-conspirators of the January 6th attack were not charged because they were undercover FBI agents, end quote. Hmm. Let's think about this. Now, leave aside for a second the most obvious question that arises from the statement, which is, how would Twitter, which is a media company, not as far as we know, a law enforcement agency, be able to confirm our reporting last night was, quote, baseless? How would they know that? Does Twitter somehow have access to the FBI's personnel files? We don't know. We hope someone finds out. But consider the statement more broadly. Twitter is saying that people who are secretly working with the FBI cannot be charged for encouraging others to commit crimes. Well, yes, exactly. That's the very point we made on this show last night. That's why they haven't been charged, because they were secretly working with the FBI. 
So in an effort to shut us down, Twitter just confirmed what we suggested was true. Thanks, Twitter. They are morons. It's pretty funny. Less funny, though, is the Justice Department's role in January 6th. Federal law enforcement appear to have played a role in what happened that day. We'd tell you more about it. We'd love to, but we don't have subpoena power. We're just a cable news show. Congress does have subpoena power, and let's hope they use it immediately. All right, so you got 20 co-conspirators in the freaking Capitol with the alleged rioters for the insurrection. Now, Twitter comes out and says that if they're undercover FBI agents, they can't be charged. Wrong, wrong, another bold-faced lie by the Goebbels media. That is not true. If they're in, 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 in the Capitol instigating crimes, they can be charged. That's like saying you had an FBI agent who was undercover and committed multiple murders, but he can't be charged. That's not correct. And you know, this sounds eerily familiar also because remember, there was an alleged kidnapping plot on Wretched Witless out of Michigan. Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, remember, there was 13 conspirators that were going to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer, remember? Well, it turns out five of those 13 were FBI informants. Five of the 13 conspirators. So what is really going on? Does the FBI have an agenda that they go in and they tell their agents, you know what, we need a plot against Gretchen Whitmer? How may, hey, you know what, make that happen. Sounds just like Ruby Rich. Just like Ruby Rich. Oh, you're a tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theorist. No, the Ruby Rich is fact. And this is fact too. There are 20 uncharged, unindicted co-conspirators that were inside the Capitol instigating violence, instigating vandalism, instigating trespassing. Were they instigating violence against police officers? While right now there's 400 people in jail, most of them will not even are, are, are charged with trespassing or vandalism who are unable to bail out. You, everybody understands, right? 20, 25 years a cop right here. 25 years, 1992 to 2017, Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, right here, right where I'm doing this podcast, 25 years. I'm telling you, it is impossible not to get bail for misdemeanor vandalism and, and, and misdemeanor trespassing, even if it was felony vandalism or fel felony trespassing. And you have all of these people languishing in the DC Metro jail without bail and you have 20 undercover FBI agents or informants that possibly instigated various parts of this riot, and the same thing happened with Gretchen Whitmer, and there's people who will say that the FBI is the greatest law enforcement institution in the world, and that the FBI rank and file is pure, is pure rank and file is pure, but the leadership is corrupt. No, the entire agency is corrupt. It needs to be disbanded yesterday. They are going into these places. And they are instigating, they are entrapping people into committing crimes. And I'm not making excuses for people. If they vandalized while they were in there, it doesn't matter whether they were instigated or not. If they trespassed, then that doesn't matter whether they're instigated or not. But you know what's awfully strange is you have the FBI in there doing it. And the same exact thing happens with Whitmer, where allegedly there's this kidnapping plot for Gretchen Whitmer. Who would, who, you know what? That would be like kidnapping a rattlesnake. Who in the world would want, or a skunk, who would want to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer? Can you imagine spending one minute in a room alone with that person? 
with that absolute Democratic Party hack? Who would want to spend a second with Gretchen Whitmer? Who would who would pay anything for? If you got if you if if you kidnap Gretchen Whitless, her husband would pay you to keep her. That's the way it is. There she is. You got to get my moniker off of there, otherwise you can't really make. You got to get my there you go Chevron off. There you go. There's the face. Who would want that? Who would want to kidnap that? I wouldn't. All right, let's go to the next thing. Wind, wind talker tweet. Now we have proof. Look at that. Now we have proof. FBI and DHS attempted to recruit Green Beret to infiltrate many of the Oath Keepers. Those are the people who have been arrested for the insurrection, the unarmed insurrection. Infiltrate Oath Keepers before January 6th, right? And he recorded it. As soon as I have that recording in a really good way that I can play on the podcast, he has it out, but it's audio. It's pretty boring. So anyway, so you have the FBI trying to recruit a green former Green Beret to go into to infiltrate the Oath Keepers before January 6th. I wonder why that is. And lo and behold, there's 20 unindicted FBI informants or FBI agents that were in the Capitol on one six, strange what the FBI is out doing, and the FBI didn't didn't give two craps about the B- Black Lives Matter. Doesn't care at all about Antifa. Doesn't care whatsoever. But lo and behold, they're infiltrating right wing organizations. So what is the FBI? They are nothing more. Repeat after me: nothing more than the Goebbels Gestapo. Stormtroopers of the Democratic Party. That is why you have Hillary Clinton with 30,000 deleted subpoenaed emails, which is a crime, as well as having a server in a bathroom in Colorado, which is a crime. Her, her government server, which is supposed to be classified, everything going in and out of that server is supposed to be classified. She's not supposed to have her own server, but yet has her own private server in a bathroom in Colorado, which is a crime. Nothing happens, not one thing happens then, but Roger Stone allegedly lies to Congress, which, which Congress, which Fauci has done, which Clapper has done, which Brennan has done, which Hillary has done over and over and over again. And Roger Stone allegedly lies to Congress, which he really didn't. And what, what shows up at his house? Two, two outfits show up at Roger Stone's house. Two outfits. The FBI and, C- and CNN, same time. Nobody else knew. Fox didn't know. Own didn't know. Newsmax didn't know. Gateway Pundit didn't know. No right-wing organization knew anything at all about Roger Stone's arrest. But who shows up? An FBI SWAT team. They got frogmen in his canal. He doesn't even know how to swim. He doesn't even have a passport. He was in communi- His lawyer was in communication with them. All they had to do is tell him, here's the date and time we need you to report. But no, a SWAT team comes all armed with automatic weapons, ARs, Full, full body armor, everything for Roger Stone. What's Roger Stone going to do in the middle of the night? That's, that's what the right gets. Look what happened to General Flynn, framed by the FBI, framed. And then his trial, even Emmett Sullivan, corrupt, corrupt judge who has now, thank God, has, has now retired, kept his case alive. Even after the prosecutors say, the prosecutors say, there's no case. We are dropping the case because of the great work of Sidney Powell. They dropped the case. It is unheard of for a judge to keep a case that the prosecution drops. This, this is not a request for dismissal by the defense. This is the prosecution saying, you know what, Judge Sullivan, we want this case dismissed. And the judge refuses to do it. That's not his judge. He's a mediator. He's supposed to be neutral between defense and prosecution. 
This is the state of affairs that we are in right now. It is absolutely vital that you know it. It starts off with knowing it, and then we can vote the right people in. We can Listen, some of you need to become a, commi- a committeeman in the Republican Party, a precinct captain, a precinct committeeman. We need to fill all the 400,000 spots that are open throughout this country. We need to start taking over these things, and you know what? The FBI needs to be disbanded. This is from the Gateway Pundit from 61421. Senator Johnson. Ron Johnson says one-third of the protesters who entered the U.S. Capitol at the West Terrence doorway were waved in by the Capitol Police. Senator Ron Johnson, we counted up to 309 individuals entering that door. Five police officers met them. There was no violence that we could tell. That is how about 38% of 800 people entered the Capitol. On Thursday, Ron, this last week, Thursday, Ron Johnson sent a letter to Attorney General, Hack General Merrick Garland, on the ongoing investigation of the hundreds of Americans rounded up by the FBI and the DOJ. So there you go. They're They're let in. 38% let in, let in by the Capitol Police. And I bet you they're all languishing in the D.C. Metro Jail right now. Let's go to the next thing, guys. Uh, Antifabook.com tweet. There we go. Who ordered the assassination of the woman who walked into the Congress and was shot and killed by the policeman? Guess who the only person asking is? The Prime Minister of Russia, the President, whatever his title is. You guys got it? President is president. Good, I got it right. So President Putin is the only one that's even asking about the shooting of Ashley Babbitt. Play the video for me. It, can it, I ask it, you? It can I just ask you a direct question? Did you order Alexei Navalny's assassination? Of course not. We don't have this kind of habit of assassinating anybody. That's one. Number two is, I want to ask you, did you order the assassination of the woman who walked into the Congress and who was shot and killed by a policeman? Do you know that 450 individuals were arrested after entering the Congress and they didn't go there to steal a laptop? They came with political demands. 450 people have been detained. You're talking about the capital. They're looking at jail time between 15 and uh, 25 years. And they came to the Congress with political demands. Isn't that persecution for political opinions? Some have been accused of plotting to take over government power. Some are accused of robbery. They didn't go there to rob. He's doing more than any American politician, Republican or Democrat, to get to the bottom of why it is that we have 400 Americans being held in the D.C. metro hell pit that's called a jail with with mis- mainly misdemeanor charges without bail available, with 14,000 hours worth of video that's being refused to be released to their defense attorneys. How's that possible? And I love, you know, the left is always funny. They're fine with it. They're fine with injustices to the right. Well, you know what? Someday it could come knocking on your door. And how would you like it? If you were fighting for your life and you're trying to stay out of prison and the federal government tells you, you know what? We're not going to release video footage that could exonerate you. You know what we're going to do? We're not going to release it to you until we look at it. And then we'll decide what pieces of that video will be released to your defense attorney. That is exactly what's going on in the United States of America. That's why you never caved to COVID. 
and you put Joe Biden in the White House. You put Kamala Harris in the White House. Merrick Garland as our Attorney General. That's why COVID-caving mother, COVID-caving Christian, COVID-caving clergy, that is why you don't cave to lies. It's not a pandemic. 600,000 people have not died of COVID. Between 50 and 60,000 have. Those are the facts. That's the truth. That's the truth. National file article, 1,600% over is where our death count is. 1,600% over what our legitimate deaths are. And that was used as a conveyance. By telling everybody, oh, you can't come to vote. You're, you know, you might catch the Rona, a 99.9% survival virus from the age of zero to 70. 99% survivable. 99.9, to 99.9% survivable from zero to 70. And nobody can come vote. You have Zuckerberg spending four to $500 million putting his ballot drop boxes all over liberal enclaves, liberal you know, urban centers so that people can drop off ballots. Who knows where they came from? No ID required. No verification required. No trail required. Nothing. And no verification whatsoever. You can just drop them off. All over. That is why we have Joe Biden as president. Six cities, seven cities and six states. That is why Joe Biden is president right now. And it all started with people caving to COVID. Put a mask on your face. Okay, I'll do it. Lock down your church. Okay, I'll do it. What would you have me do, George? Would you pet the rabbit? Why don't you actually ask a question? Why don't you do a little research? I've never changed my life. I'm perfectly fine. I haven't changed one thing. I laugh at all these people. Oh, we're so happy to get our freedoms back because we're vaccinated now. We're free again. We're free again. Oh, really? I've never not been free. I mock you. The sad thing is, though, because of the goof sticks that Trump allowed to be around him, and I hope he's president again. I hope he is. In 2024, I hope he's president again. I love Trump. But he made some major errors in how he responded to COVID and allowing Anthony Fauci to whisper in his ear. Little demon whispering in his ear. Deborah Burks, another little demon whispering in his ear. Should have had Scott Atlas from, should have fired Anthony Fauci day one and brought in Scott Al, Dr. Scott Atlas out of Stanford. Not exactly, a, not exactly a conservative enclave there either. All right, we're talking about Biden and the DOJ. Vice News tweet. The FBI is warning. Here, here's what the FBI is centered on now. No word, Antifa, nothing. $2 billion worth of damage, 30 dead since last summer. No problem whatsoever. How much, how much damage was done to the Capitol? I think it was between $100,000 and $200,000. $2 billion worth of damage done by Antifa and Black Lives Matter since the George Floyd killing. So we'll say since June of last year, $2 billion. And that, and that was only for all of 2020. Who knows what they've accumulated in 2021. But for 2020, 30 dead, $2 billion worth of damage. No problem whatsoever. The FBI's warning lawmakers, QAnon. QAnon followers. May, where? Where are they? I don't even know if anybody even follows QAnon anymore. You're a fool if you do. But you know, here's the thing. I don't know of any violent QAnon people. Do you? Where are they? What's the name of their institution? What's the, what's the name of their club? What's the name of their organization? What is it exactly? Is the FBI's warning lawmakers, QAnon followers, may move from being digital soldiers. Whoever, who named it? You ever, you ever seen a typical QAnon follower? Nobody's going to call him a soldier. 
Digital soldier to real world violence? Where? Name it. Name name the QAnon uprisings. Ready? Go. There isn't any QAnon uprising. This is all bullface lies because I've told you. And I know I use the same verse all the time because it's the perfect verse. The perfect verse is John chapter 8, 44 and 45. The devil is a liar, murderer from the beginning. His native language is lying. That's the FBI. And that comes from a former cop right here. Former cop. I've interacted with the FBI on numerous occasions. I'm telling you right now, they are corrupt. They have either gone corrupt or they've been corrupt for years. I don't know how. I don't know. But they've been corrupt ever since Trump took office. And that means they were corrupt before that. Let's go to the next thing, guys. Glenn Greenwald tweet. Remember that guy. Speaking of corrupt, this is second in charge of the FBI at one point. Remember that guy who posted Rachel Maddow clips all over his Facebook page saying GOP was full of traitors, endangering. This is the guy's second command under James Comey and endangering. Remember, false collusion, fake collusion, fake, you know, they entrapped General Flynn, accused Donald Trump of colluding with Russia, ended up with Robert Mueller with a special, uh, special investigation for two years. This is this FBI right here. Andrew McCabe signed, signed one of the FISA warrants. And uh, James Comey signed two of the FISA warrants. Here they are. This is them right here. GOP was full of traitors and endangering U.S. with treason, then went to the softball field and shot. Remember this now. Remember that guy. This is that guy. This is the guy who shot up the baseball field, shot up the Republicans practice at a baseball practice on the Capitol. Remember that guy who posted Rachel Maddow clips all over his Facebook page saying GOP was full of traitors and endangering U.S. with treason, then went to the softball field and shot, shot Republicans. They say that the greatest threat to America since the Civil War was the insurrection on January 6th, and they shot, actually shot Republicans. Name who was shot. Name a political figure shot on January 6th. Name an insurrectionist with even a firearm on January 6th. And yet you will see this trope coming out from one liberal media source after another because they're liars from the father of lies. One media source after another will say this is the greatest threat since Pearl Harbor, the worst thing that's happened to America since the Civil War, the most treasonous act since Benedict Arnold. Really? But you actually had a Bernie Sanders supporter go out with an AR-15 and shoot up a Republican Party softball practice. Not really sure. He was up. This is what the FBI says. Andrew McCabe, who was in the FBI, second command of the FBI at that time. This is what he said. We're not really sure what he was up to. No, really. That's it, really Tom Elliott, disgraced former FBI Andy McCabe on the congressional baseball shooting. The FBI still does. The FBI still doesn't exactly know what the shooter was up to. They never really uncovered the sort of detailed evidence that laid laid out a specific plot or objective. Read the top part again. He posted on Rachel Maddow clips all over his Facebook page saying the GOP was full of traitors and endangering the U.S. with treason. And the, and the second in command of the FBI says, oh, we don't know what his motives were. That's who they really are. That's who these people are. Play the video for me. I thought it was significant. The the, the attorney general said very clearly that the FBI's view, the top domestic violent extremist threat right now comes from racially and ethnically motivated violent extremists. He's talking about white supremacists. But he also took care to note extremism and attacks on all political parties, on all 
races and creeds and religions. He noted the congressional baseball um, practice that was attacked only after the gunman had asked if they were Republicans. I thought it was significant. Did you think that was significant that he that he raised this? Yeah, it was, Kate, and an incredibly deft way to bring in that other side of the equation. I mean, let's call it what it is, right? I think he came right out and said, you know, our, our biggest hotspot right now is racially motivated, ethnically motivated extremists, and, the, and we all know that the broad, broad majority of those are, are white supremacist people uh, targeting. Right, back to me. Where? Where? Where are they? I'm telling you right now. I just don't care about race at all. Not one bit. I don't care whether you're black, white, Hispanic. I don't care what you are. But I've, what, I want facts. You have Andrew McCabe. You have CNN talking right there. This is a guy who's so stupid. He couldn't figure out that a Bernie Sanders supporter who called, he called Republicans traitors, a threat to our country through treason, and all, whatever, you know, what his various other assertions, what were they? It's right here. Uh, full of traitors. Um, endangering us with treason, and then he goes up and shoots up, shoots up the Republican the Republicans practicing baseball. And this is a guy so stupid that he does. He says he doesn't know what that guy's motives are. But yet, for he says, you know what? The greatest threat to America is white supremacists. Where and what's the name of the organizations? Give me the organizational names. Give me the evidence. Give me the video footage. Give me the individual names. I would love to know what it is. If it is really true, I'll put it on the podcast. I'll be glad to put it on the podcast as much as anything else. If, if, you, if you equate, if you can show me where right white supremacist terrorist organizations rise anywhere near to the level of Black Lives Matter and Antifa, I will gladly put those videos on the podcast. Glad to do it. But there isn't any. So what is this? John 8, 8, 44 and 45. Andrew McCabe is of his father, the devil. He's lying. He knows he's lying. He could not name. I guarantee you, he could not name one organization. Not one. That is a grievous threat. What is what KKK, neo-Nazis, skinheads? Where? Where are they? I certainly haven't seen them, but I certainly have seen lots and lots of video footage of Black Lives Matter and Antifa committing arson committing batteries, committing murders, committing billions of dollars worth of vandalism, committing batteries, assaults and batteries on law enforcement officers. Here's what Steve Scalise said, put this up. This is the guy that was actually shot by the Bernie Sanders supporter on the softball field. Unbelievable, Andrew McCabe, second in command of the FBI, says the FBI isn't sure why we were attacked playing baseball. Seriously? Here he puts the facts. The gunmen came with a list of Republicans. The guy had a list of Republicans he wanted to shoot on him. And the head of the FBI, second command of the FBI says, I don't know what is more, I don't know, George. I don't know, you know, pet the rabbit. He has no idea. He, the, the FBI, he comes with a list, a list of Republicans he wants to shoot. And the second command of the FBI says, I have no idea why he, what his motives were. These people are perpetual absolutely psychopathic pathological liars that's who they are what their motives are their motives are very simple be in power stay in power that's it he verified number two he verified we were republicans before shooting he went up to somebody and said are these the republicans and then opened fuego 
And the second command of the FBI says, I don't know what his motives are. I'll tell you what, people in the FBI, I mean, there's probably some exceptions. These guys are stupid. Here's the problem with the FBI is that they've never dealt with street-level crime. They've never investigated anything. They're lawyers. They're bookworms. They're coming out from behind desks. They've never gone to family fights. They've never worked traffic crashes. They've never worked uh, grand thefts. They've never done anything. They've never answered police calls. They've never been in a heated domestic disturbance. They don't work murders. They don't do any of those things. They don't even know how, they don't know police work. So basically you've got a bunch of gallivanting, stupid, gelding morons running around saying, oh, we're the greatest law enforcement officer, uh, greatest law enforcement agency on the planet. And they've never worked police calls in their lives. They just strap suits on. They don't have any idea what they're talking about. That's why Andrew McCabe sounds so stupid because he is stupid. The third thing, he was, uh, he was in the Facebook group, terminate the Republican Party. What just reverse this? What if this had been a Trump supporter who shot up a Democratic Party pra- uh, baseball practice? What what? And, and the FBI would say, would the, would the FBI say we had we have no idea what his motives are with this level of evidence? He comes with a list. He asks, are these the Republicans? And he has a face on a Facebook chat group that's titled "Terminate the Republican Party." I think we know what his motives are. Dip squat. All right, Dirty Glove B, video, security guard. Now, here's the thing. It's all white supremacist terrorism, right? Well, here's a clip of white supremacist terrorism. You can put it side by side, Aaron. That'd be great. Here we go. Here's some more random acts of white supremacist terrorism. This is in the glowing, wonderful city of Atlanta, run by Soros Acolyte. Keisha Bottoms, that's the name of the mayor. Here's the white supremacist terrorism. When have you ever seen anything like this in your life? Let me just, let me just say this to everybody. When have you ever seen activity like this in your life? You have, a, you have an area called Buckhead in Atlanta right now. It's this gorgeous area. They're wanting to secede from the city. It's just like five counties in Oregon wanting to secede from Oregon into Idaho. Look at this. Look at what it's like. Look at what it's like. There you go. There you go. Look at what it's like. This guy gets shot. This guy gets shot. I don't know whether he lived or whether he died. This security officer gets shot. More white supremacist terrorism. All right, let's go to the next thing, guys. Ian Miles Chong uh, tweet. Man arrested in connection to multiple shootings. He targeted uh, who? Of white males. Okay, again, show me evidence of white supremacist terrorism. That's all. I know white people are committing crimes. I know that. I get it. Show me, though, where you have somebody right here, man arrested in connection with multiple shootings, says he targeted white people. A 39-year-old man arrested over, over the weekend in connection with multiple shootings in Alabama. Told police he was targeting white people. Again, the most grievous threat. According to Christopher Ray, the current head of the FBI, former second in command of the FBI, the greatest threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. Where? Where is it? I got this though, right? All right, Dave Rubin tweet. Allow me to dissect the anti-white, self-hating, progressive worldview of Robin DeAngelo. She is, just so you know who this person is, professor. She's a professor, you know, which means she must be smart. She's college educated, so she must be smart. And she's also an activist in the area. Get that. Here's her title. Activist in the area of whiteness studies. No kidding. It's on Wikipedia. And if Wikipedia says it, it must be true. 
But that's her title. She's a professor and activist in the area of whiteness studies. Play it for me. I'm pretty sure I'm speaking to a room filled with white progressives. <laughs> when I do a caucus group or something and the white people are afraid I might think they're racist. <laughs> I think you're racist. <laughs> I do. I, I think I am too. White progressives can be the most difficult for people of color. White progressives do indeed uphold and perpetrate racism. When I first applied to be that diversity trainer back in the early 90s, I, I thought, well, of course I'm qualified to lead uh, discussions on racism. I'm a vegetarian. And, and, and let me just say that, you know, I love Seattle and everything I learned about white fragility, I learned here working with white progressives. <laughs> so. Uh, and this, of course, is the first thing that tends to trigger white fragility, generalizing about white people. I, I know white people really well. I'm, oh, I don't actually think uh, young people today are less racist. In fact, uh, they're getting worse. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put it right out here. As a result of being born and raised as a white person in this culture, I have a racist worldview. I have deep racist biases. I have developed racist patterns. Well, the one thing that she got right is that she, in fact, is a racist. She's a leftist. She's a progressive. She's in charge of, she's an activist in the area of white, whiteness studies. She is a racist. If your worldview is all about the pigmentation, if how you look at the world is the pigmentation in people's skin, I don't care whether you're anti-black or anti-white, you are a racist. That's who you are. It doesn't, racist just means that you are absolutely enamored with race. That's what your whole life, that's, that's the perspective, that's your worldview, is you see everything through the melanin content of people's skin, or lack thereof. It's idiocy, and that's what this woman, she actually is speaking against herself without even realizing it, acknowledging that she learned about racism from white progressives. That's correct. Not white, not white conservatives, white progressives. That's absolutely true. Here's some more white supremacist terrorism for you. The next one up, Breitbart News tweet. Here we go. There's our hero, the alien that landed here from Planet Stupid. Here she is, Breitbart News, Lori Lightfoot. 1,531, get this now, get the, get the number, 1,538 people were shot in Democrat-controlled Chicago January 1st, 2021 through June 11th, 2021. Do you see that? Does everybody see that? Six months, six months, 1,538 people shot in the most strict, strict, the strictest gun controlled city in the United States of America, Chicago, Illinois. Now let's just dissect that number for just a moment. We can leave that up there. Let's dissect that number. How many of those were black on black? So how is it that, by the way, that's most of them. It, it will be somewhere between 90 and 97%, according to FBI UCR statistics, will be black-on-black black crimes, black-on-black black shooting. So how is it that when you have 1,538 shootings in the city of Chicago in six months and 90 to 97% of them were black-on-black, black, how is it? that the most grievous threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. To date, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have not called 
to their fellow Democrat Lori Lightfoot's ouster. They have not called for Lori, Lori Lightfoot's ouster. You know what she is asking for? She's asked, she goes, we can't overcome this alone. We need federal assistance. That came out today. She's calling for federal assistance. For what? You know, What they do in Chicago is simply this. They don't enforce laws and they let everybody out of jail and they cleared out their jails for COVID-19 while arresting people for not being six feet apart. That's sweet home Chicago. There is no white supremacist threat in, in Chicago. Not at all. But yet 1,500 people, 15, 1,538 people have been shot. I don't care what color they are, but there certainly isn't a white supremacist terrorist threat in Chicago. These are the facts. All right, Ian Miles Chong video, and he titles it, Another Act of Random White Supremacy. Play it for me. Oh, it's Holland. There's white supremacist terrorism. Here it is. White supremacist terrorism. Oh. Oh, Miss Holland. Look at that. White supremacist terrorism. White supremacist terrorism right there. You know, there it goes. Where? Uh, Name it. Let's go to the next one. Me and Miles Chong, welcome to San Francisco. Petty theft has been decriminalized. Play the video for me. There you go. You know what? We'll just get whatever we want out of the store while TSA, the security outfit, that guy needs to drop the man bun. If you're going to wear a uniform, drop. Look at it. More white supremacist terrorism, right? Just let me just walk right out of the store. You know, and the reason being, the reason being is because petty theft has been decriminalized in Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco. Re- just rewind that video, guys, and just put me side by side again on it. There you go. Perfect. So this, if this is what you want, then you vote Democrat. Look, at they're standing there. This is at a CVS. CVS is out of San Francisco. They're done. They're closing like 21 stores because this is what it looks like. This is what it looks like. You can rewind it again. This, if you want Democratic Party uh, policies, if you want Democratic Party, the opposite of utopia, if you want Democratic Party hell on earth right here, this is what you want when you go to the drugstore, when you go to CVS or Walgreens, then vote for Democrats because this is San Francisco where you cannot take one step without stepping on a needle or a pile of human feces. That's the Democratic Party, and that is what. This is some of you liberals out there. It is time for you to separate yourself from the Democratic Party. They are progressives. They are leftists. There's a big difference between a traditional free-to-be-a-bird-and-bee liberal than the progressive left. And that's, this is what the progressive left makes out of our country. This is what they create. This is the fruit of their labor, is a society like this. Do you really believe that way? Some of you that are like, yeah, you know what, I'm pro-choice and I'm pro-marijuana, but you know what, I, I still believe in the cops and I still believe in freedom. You, are, you need to switch parties now, or at least don't have to be part of, a, be part of the Democratic Party anymore, and you need to start voting correctly. All right, Benny Video, Joe Biden needs a flashcard. Now, the only reason why I'm showing this in the DOJ section is I want you to read what's on the flashcard. Play it for me. Joe Biden fiddles with a flashcard of anti-Trump talking points during a press conference in England. While Biden branching the card labeled DOJ talking points while speaking Sunday in Cornwall. Uh, the cards include a number of pre-planned... 
There you go. Now, what does that say there? DOJ <laughs> talking points. This is in the hand. Aaron, see if you can side-by-side me with it. This is in the hand. Let me point in the right direction. This is in the hand of the President of the United States. <laughs> DOJ, I mean, can you imagine even having a card as the leader of the free world that says talking points on it and Department of Justice talking points? Uh, the number one, Trump abused power. Trump DOJ out of control? How? How is the Trump DOJ out of control? How are they? I mean, Trump being prosecuted by the by the FBI, Flynn being prosecuted by the FBI, Roger Stone being prosecuted by the FBI, Hillary Clinton not being prosecuted by the FBI, and somehow Trump's DOJ was out of control? How's that possible? Because they're liars. They never, listen, Joe, I mean, I don't care if he's bumbling, stumbling, Joe, Biden, basement, Biden, Beijing, Biden, whatever nickname. He is a non-stop baby butchering leftist hack. That's who Joe Biden is. And he is a pathological liar. Clean up what? Now we have to clean it up? Clean up what? The FBI has been in Democratic control now for years. You're talking about two fake impeachments, fake Russian collusion hoax, Roger Stone, General Flynn, over and over and over again. The non-prosecution of Hunter Biden. They've had his laptop now for a year and a half in their custody. No prosecution of Hunter Biden. That laptop completely exonerates President Trump and the first impeachment, nothing. And the DOJ needs to be cleaned up because Trump abused it liars absolute liars let's go to the next thing guys national file tweet merrick garland after threatening to involve the federal government in the arizona audit now says that white supremacy <laughs> so first of all he says first of all he says that you know what we're going to involve ourselves in the arizona audit the arizona audit is bipartisan there are plenty of Democrats, I mean, leftist, leftist Democrats in the room supervising that audit. But now he threatens the audit by saying the DOJ can get involved. DOJ doesn't have jurisdiction. Sorry, Merrick Garland. And, uh, Merrick Garland. And thank God, you know what you've got to give credit where credit is due. Thank God for Mitch McConnell keeping Merrick Garland off the Supreme Court. Good job, cocaine Mitch. Good job. But he, so first of all, he threatens the audit, but then of course he has to put out the gaslighting, bold-faced lies coming out of the Biden administration, which is white supremacy is the greatest threat to America. Where? Where is it? I've yet to see it. All right, let's go on to the next thing here. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Joe Biden. Let's go back to the G7 uh, summit. And the, uh, this this video is I just entitled it myself: "Feckless, Weak, Confused Biden at the G7 Summit." Play it for me. Yeah, it's the OEN one, remember? That's the hard one. Joe Biden refuses to take additional questions after a G7 summit meeting, stirring further concerns of his fitness for office. Take a look. I'm going to get in trouble with my my staff. Yeah, go ahead. I pretend that you didn't answer you. How do you justify that? And what are your plans? 120 days. Give me a break. During a G7 news conference Sunday, Biden refused to explain why his administration is keeping in place some of Trump's policies on trade. Critics say Biden was running low on energy and cannot function in a high-pressure international meeting. Top G-
GOP House Foreign Affairs. All right, that's number one on Biden. Let's go to the next one. White House. Or Bi- yeah, is that the right? No, is that it? Oh, yeah, that is it. I'm wrong, guys. I'm wrong. All right, election wizard. Watch. Biden locks up. For 25 seconds, locks up 25 seconds, 25 seconds, when asked if Vladimir, Vladimir Putin is still a killer. Play it for me. Suggestion that you had called him. You got to crank up that volume. Is that still your belief, sir, that he is a killer? And I'll continue the trend if you don't mind of asking a second question. Do you. Let's put it on the big screen. Believe if he does agree to cooperate, then what kind of a challenge do you find yourself in? How would you ever trust him? And if Ronald. Reagan said, trust but verify. What do you say to Vladimir Putin? Leader of the free world. <laughs> Answer the first question. <laughs> I'm laughing too. They actually, I... Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that... Uh, uh, <laughs> the answer is, I believe he is in the past essentially acknowledge that he was uh, there are certain things that he would do or did do but look um, when I was asked that question on air I answered it honestly but it's not much of a I, I, I don't think it matters a whole lot in terms of this next meeting we're about to have the second question was <laughs> relate I'd verify first and then trust. In other words, everything would have to be shown to be actually occurring. It's not about, uh, you know, uh, uh, trusting. It's about agreeing. You know, when we uh, when you write uh, treaties with your adversaries, you don't say I trust you. You say this is what I expect. This is why when they feed you a lie. Coming from the Wuhan Institute of Virology telling you that there's a deadly pandemic and all of the all of the evangelical Christians close up. They close their churches. They go into quarantine day one, quarantine day two, quarantine day 17, posting their videos on Facebook. Today we're baking gingerbread cookies. This is why you don't do it, because you end up with a vacuous moron as the president of the United States. Did anybody know? Name what it was that he said in any of that statement. What, what exactly did he say? What was the content of the answer? To either one of those two questions, tell me what the answers were. There was no answers. This is why you do not allow Zuckerberg, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, the Democratic Party, the Great Reset, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the CCP, the PLA. You do not let them front you up with a fake, fake pandemic that ends up electing somebody like this. That is the leader of the free world with his finger on the nuclear button. Antifabook.com. White White House confirms. White House confirms. Joe, oh, this is that one. I'm sorry, guys. I'm one step. I'm one ahead. White House confirms Joe Biden mistakenly confused Syria and Libya three times during a press conference. Play that for me. Where um, we can work together with Russia, for example. Uh, in uh, in Libya, we should be opening up the the the, the passes to be able to go through and provide uh, provide uh, um, food assistance and economic assi- I mean vital assistance to uh, a population that's in real trouble. 
I think I'm going to try very much hard to. Uh, it, it is. And by the way, there's places where I shouldn't be starting off and negotiating in public here. But let me say it this way: These cards. Russia card. has engaged in activities which are, we believe, are contrary to international norms, but they have also um, uh, bitten off some real problems. They're going to have trouble chewing on. And for example, the rebuilding of uh, of, uh, of Syria, of uh, of Libya, of you know, this is, they're there. And as long as they're there, without the ability to bring about some order in the in the region, you right, can't do me. that. You can only take so much. Again, this is why you do not cave two lies and allow the Democratic Party to run wild throughout the United States. It doesn't, I mean, I hate to say this to you, it doesn't matter how many people vote. It doesn't matter who votes. It matters who counts the vote. Where does that come from? Joseph Stalin. That's what. And the Democratic Party, being that they are socialists, they call people like me a Nazi. I believe Nazi stood for National Socialist party and they are socialists joe biden's a socialist this is why you do not cave to their lies they tell you to wear a mask you say no they tell you to call a him a her or a her a him you say no they tell you to lock down you say no that's what you do they say you know we want men to marry men and women to marry women you say no john roberts they want socialized medicine called Obamacare. You say no, John Roberts. All right, finally, I'm back on track. Antivabook.com tweet. Walking disaster. This is the video is entitled 120 Days. Play it for me. When you're having these conversations with European allies who are very concerned about these sanctions, how do you justify that? And what are your plans? For 120 you? days. Give me a break. See <laughs> me rewind Meantime. that again, Aaron. Give me the 120 again. When you're having these conversations, how do you justify that? The plans 120 days. Give me a break. (laughs) Quite the answer right there, isn't it? Asked a very poignant question about the expectation of our European allies. And his answer is 120 days. Give me a break. He sounds like he sounds like somebody out of Lord of the Rings. Pick a character. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, Schmeagel, that's the one. He sounds just like Schmeagel. And that's a world leader. Great job, COVID-caving Christians. There's your president. I don't care if you voted for Trump. The moment you caved to COVID, you voted for Biden. Congratulations. This is a YouTube video. I'm speaking on President Biden still. This is from the Heritage Foundation. And it's entitled, The Border Crisis is Coming to Your Front Door. Play it for me. I'll just continue to stare at the screen. No, skip it. Go right to that one. I'll just keep staring at the screen. Quicker. You don't have it. All right. Let's go to Election Wizard. Go back to Election Wizard. There we go. All right. Embarrassing. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. Probably, uh, this is probably old news for everybody, but you need to see it anyway. Election Wizard tweet. Embarrassing. World leaders erupt. In laughter as Biden forgets that UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson already introduced the President of South Africa during a G7 meeting. Play it for me. And just say how pleased I am to welcome 
those who have just joined us, bringing some pretty spectacular weather uh, with them. Prime Minister Modi, uh, President Ramaphosa, President Moon, in just a minute. And the President and, and, and the President uh, of South Africa, as, 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 I, as I said earlier. Oh, you did, I did. I did. I certainly did. But you get elected twice, so. I'll go over that again. I'll, I'll, let me tell you, we're, we're, we're delighted. I'll, it's been, I'll, I'm, I'm going to say we're, we're, we're joined by Prime Minister Modi. This is just a sad, sad state of affairs. Do you remember what it was like having President Trump in the room? I mean, basically, you've got crazy Boris Johnson running the entire show at the G7 while it literally looks like Joe Biden is his pet poodle. That's what it looks like the entire, if you watch footage from the G7 summit, Boris Johnson, the prime minister of, of Great Britain, of England, is waddling around, running the entire G7 while Joe Biden stares off into thin air. He just looks out, you know, in the, out to nothing, all over. And right there, right in the middle of that meeting, he's like, you know, you forgot to introduce somebody. And he, he just, you forgot the leader of South Africa. He'd already introduced him, Joe. And everybody, they're not laughing with Joe Biden. They're laughing at Joe Biden. They're laughing at, the, listen, these countries don't exist. They would all be speaking Russian right now. Or you could say Chinese. They could be speaking, that's what they would be. That, that, that would be the language that all of these countries right there, whether it's France, whether it's Germany with Merkel, whether it's Macron from France, Johnson from Great Britain, They'd all be speaking Chinese or Russian if it wasn't for the United States. And they sit there and mockingly laugh at the president of the United States, though fraudulently elected. All right, from the Dake Knight tweet. They're forcing the military. Here's, here's, Biden, here's Biden's military. They're forcing the military to learn critical race theory and making airmen divide up by race. What, 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 what am, is, this, is this conspiracy theory? No, this is fact. This is absolute fact. Divide up by race and sex into groups for, get ready, here's our military, privilege walks. This is, the, this is the United States freaking military separated by race, separated by gender, and made to go out and participate in something called a privilege walk. This is what we are doing right now. This is under the leadership. Again, this is why you do not ever cave to their propagandist gaslighting COVID and vaccination lies. Then that first lie was COVID. Now the lies are vaccinations. You cave into those too? Oh, I want to be a reasonable person. Take your reasonableness and shove it up your own caboose. I'll never vaccinate. And I've never caved to COVID because this is what you get. You get a military waltzing around doing privilege walks when this this is what the chinese are doing put that up for me there you go concerns mount over the possibility china of china invading taiwan hey but don't worry about it keep the picture up don't worry don't worry about it no this way there we go there we go i'm doing it don't worry about any of this because biden's got our military separated by race and gender off doing privilege walks you know china's flying over taiwan and doing military exercises, practicing the invasion of Taiwan. Facts, that's the truth. 
We've had numerous, we've had, now we've had a ballistic missile. We had a ballistic missile test, computerized test that we failed. We're losing all of our war game studies against China. Do you know that? Do you know that? Do you, the United States has been doing computer simulated war games against China in, in the event of, a, of, of, of China invading Taiwan. And we're losing every time. And by the way, it's not close. And that comes from top military officials. Absolute fact. But don't worry, because we've got, we've got critical race theory being taught to our troops, and they're being separated by gender and race, and they're out doing privilege walks. But, you know, China's talking about invading Taiwan. Do you realize what happens if China takes over Taiwan? Do you know that we have diesel trucks all over our country right now, whether it's Ford, whether it's Chevy, whatever it may be? We have trucks filling up football fields. I'm talking about 50 football fields. Trucks that are just seeing, you know, there's a nationwide shortage of pickup trucks. Why? Because they don't have the computer chips. Who makes all the computer chips? Oh, Silicon Valley. No, they don't. Taiwan does. What do you think is going to happen? You, we're just, oh, you know what? It's just like COVID, right? You shut everything down and it's all turned back on, right? That's why a piece of plywood costs you $80 and it used to cost 11 You just turn it all back on, right? If they go and they take Taiwan, you think we're just going to be able to start creating all those chips? We get them all from China. I mean, we get them all from Taiwan. But don't worry because our military is out doing privilege walks. While they're doing military exercises, practicing, practicing amphibious landings, facts on Taiwan. That's what they're doing while our military is doing privilege walks. Here's another thing our military is doing. The Air Force will update its hair policy. Oh, you know what? I feel so safe. You know, I feel good now. I've got peace in my heart. I got, I got peace in my spirit because you know what? Our military's updating their hair and taking privilege walks. And we've got maternity flight suits all on the way. Man, I'm so glad Joe Biden is president. And you know, he talks about 120 days, Schmeagel. 100. This is what he's done. Our military wasn't like this. Our military wasn't like this in December, in November, in October, in September. Our military wasn't like this. China wasn't running wild. They were scared of Trump. They wouldn't be doing, they wouldn't be practicing amphibious landings on Taiwan with Trump as president. But they are with the doddering vacuous fool that's current, is the current occupant of the White House, though fraudulently elected. All right, now I'm way behind. Where, what's the next one, guys? Put it up. I got to catch up. There we go. Keep going. Put it up. There you go. Awesome. There, here's, oh, here's number three. And again, peace in my heart. There's, you know, it, it, where's it at exactly? Let's see. In Africa, over a naval base. You know, we got Air Force is updating, uh, updating its hair policy. We've got privilege walks. We got maternity flight suits, all instituted. Joe Biden, Joe Biden promoted two female uh, uh, soldiers to general. We got all that going, right? We got that, and now we've got a Black Lives Matter flag flown over at naval base in Africa last year. Complaints sent by alleged whistleblowers. So you know, we got Black Lives Matter flags flying, privilege walks. Oh man, this is. I mean, I feel so safe. China, I mean, China's no threat at all because the greatest threat to America is what? White supremacist terrorism. Yeah. All right, let's go Biden at the border. Mark, uh, Mark Bednar, there you go. In May 2021, 934 pounds, 934 pounds. What killed George Floyd? He had three times the lethal dose of fentanyl. It was not Derek Chauvin. 
It was not a perfectly handled police call. I get it. Been on many police calls. Been in many scenarios like that. It was not a perfectly handled police call. But Derek Chauvin did not kill George Floyd. Fentanyl did. And really, you could classify George Floyd as one of the 600,000 COVID deaths. Because that's what, how they've all been classified. That's why you have 600,000 COVID deaths. Really, there's been 40 to 60,000 COVID deaths. Depends on how you do the numbers. That's the truth. According to the national file, 1,600% overshoot on the COVID deaths. Overestimates on the COVID deaths. That's why, by the way, you had 2.9 million Americans die. Total. 2.9 million Americans of all sorts and of all causes died in 2019. A little bit under that in 2018. In 2020, how many people died? Well, it would have to be at least 3.5 million because you've had 600,000 extra COVID deaths, right? Right? So how many people died in 2020? 2.9 million, same as two po- same as 2019. And you still believe? You still strap a mask on? You're still waiting for your vaccination? They're liars. What killed, what killed George Floyd was not Derek Chauvin. How is it? I'll just go over that real quick. How is it that Derek Chauvin asphyxiated George Floyd when George Floyd had 95% oxygenation in his lungs at the point of death? Facts from the coroner. What's, if you are breathing normally, you have 90 to 98% oxygenation in your lungs he was perfect 95 percent but yet Derek Chauvin spending the rest of his life in prison for the killing of George Floyd because nobody has the testicular fortitude to get up and say what's true the judge is corrupt the jury is corrupt the Minneapolis Police Department is corrupt Derek Chauvin could be charged for a lower level misdemeanor and maybe lose his job and have and suffer suffer some civil consequences, maybe. But the rest of his life in prison for third and second degree murder? And how do you charge him with both? Which again, is not legal. But yet he was and convicted of both and another. And he's, he's convicted of manslaughter, murder two, and murder three. George Floyd died of fentanyl. And look what, look what Joe Biden is doing. In May 2021, 934 pounds of fentanyl was seized at our southern border. 930, 300% more than last May. Under who? Donald Trump. It only took Biden 120 days. Give me a break. Only took him, hey, he, he, he can't answer a simple question about the expectation of our European allies. He can't answer that simple question, but he can pull off in four months a 300% increase in fentanyl coming over our southern border. No problem whatsoever for Joey Basement Biden. No problem at all. Let's go to the next one. Senator Ted Cruz. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris caused this crisis at the border. They caused it. Play it for me. Right now, we have a massive crisis at our southern border. My home state of Texas is bearing the brunt of this crisis. In the last month, CBP agents encountered 180,034 illegal immigrants crossing the border. That is a 674% increase from last May. That is stunning. 
We are on path to have over 2 million people cross the border illegally this year, the highest rate in 20 years. Where were we last year? Last year, we had the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. To my Democratic colleagues on this committee, I ask you, why haven't you gone down to the border? Joe Biden refuses to go to the border. Kamala Harris refuses to go to the border. Indeed, Kamala Harris seems to go everywhere else <laughs> except our southern border. In six months, the Senate Judiciary Committee has not had a hearing on the crisis at the border. The approach of congressional Democrats is they don't want to know. The approach of President Biden and Vice President Harris is they don't want to know. When asked about it, Vice President Harris laughed and said, well, I haven't been to Europe either. Well, you know what? Joe Biden's in Europe right now. Maybe it's time for the person ostensibly in charge of the border from this administration to go to the border. And there's a reason Joe Biden doesn't want to go to the border. There's a reason Kamala Harris doesn't want to go to the border. There's a reason Senate Democrats on this committee don't want to go to the border. Because they know if they go to the border, the TV cameras will come with them, and they have no answer for this humanitarian crisis that is playing out. I challenge my colleagues on the committee, go look at the Biden cages. I've seen them, cage after cage after cage, of little boys and little girls packed in 1,700% capacity. COVID rate of positivity, 10%. Go look at the children that are paying the price for this failed immigration policy. And let's be clear, this crisis is the direct result of decisions made by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. The very first week in office, Joe Biden immediately halted construction of the border wall. The very first week in office, Biden returned to the failed policy of catch and release. The very first week of office, Biden ripped to shreds the Remain in Mexico international agreement that had produced the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris caused this crisis, and congressional Democrats are perpetuating this crisis by hiding from it and keeping the policies that aren't working. And let's be clear, it is evident to anyone who looks at the problem what the cause is. Here's what the president of Guatemala said. All right, back to me. There you go. Let's go over those stats real quick. From May to May, from May of last year to May of this year, a 600% plus Plus, there's 600% more people crossing the border from this May to last May. 600% increase. The facilities are at 1,700% capacity. Cage after cage after cage. Where are you, AOC? Why are you not down there? Have you seen these cages, by the way? They are plexiglass incubators. There's no air going in. There's no air going out incubators. But I guess because they're not chain link fences, they're not that were built by Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Biden. All the pictures that you ever saw of kids in cages where you've got AOC. Oh, the kids in cages were all built by Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Beijing Biden. Built and occupied and filled by them. Put it up, Aaron. Yes, there she is. Where are you at, AOC? They weren't even at capacity then. 
There was about when she's bald. Leave, leave that up. Let me just keep rotating them, Aaron. I'll just yell over it. While she was put on this crap show right here, while she, while she was doing Drama Fest 2019, while she's doing that, at that time there was a, between 1,000 and 1,700 kids, quote unquote, in cages. Now there is 22,000. Do you hear the difference? While she was doing that, 1,000 to 1,700 kids in cages. Now there's 22,000, which Biden has managed to pull off in four months. Four months he's pulled off. Donald Trump, 1,700 kids in cages. Joe Biden, 22,000 of them in their COVID incubators down there on the Arizona border, the Texas border. New Mexico border. Facts. That's the truth. What she is, what AOC is, is a gas, gaslighting, pathological, lying sack of garbage. That's who she is. That's what she is. Period. Remember those numbers. 600% increase from this May to, to from last May to this May. 600% increase. The cage is at 1,700% capacity. All right, disclose TV tweet. Are we at the Hill? Sorry, the Hill tweet. I'm one ahead, guys. Sorry about that. Here, oh, I definitely didn't want to miss this one. Governor Ron DeSantis, here's his response. This is a lot. I want to get these down. This is from Doug Ducey, governor of Arizona. Greg Abbott, governor of Texas. Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida. Florida doesn't have to do it because they don't have a border that borders Mexico, obviously. But Governor DeSantis is doing this anyway. Basically, what they're doing is, you know what? We're going to close the borders. Biden won't do it, so Abbott, Ducey, and DeSantis are going to close the borders. Play for me. Uh, there was a letter that was recently sent by the governors of Texas and Arizona uh, seeking mutual aid, which we do all the time in, in inches of emergency. These states have sent Florida support when we've responded to emergencies here in our state, and they wanted support so that they could do what the federal government is either unwilling or unable to do, secure the border and protect the people, not just of their states, but of the entire country because of the nationwide impact that has. And so today, we're here to announce that the state of Florida is answering the call. Florida is going to support Texas and Arizona. Uh, we believe that securing the southern border is important for our country, but specifically, we believe it'll benefit the people of Florida uh, to be able to get this under control. And so where the federal government has failed, the states are stepping up uh, and doing our best to fill the void. Boom, so, back to me. Where the federal government has failed, the states are stepping up and filling the vacuum. That's what you have to do. Radical times. Call for radical measures. Let Merrick Garland sue you. That's, this, is, this is what it means to have guts. Governors, whether you're Republican or Democrat, look to Ron DeSantis. That's the, one of the very few. Listen, the people give lots and lots of credit to Greg Abbott. And you know what? I'm not going to say good or bad on Greg Abbott right now. I've had some real negative things to say about him in the past. Right now he's doing good, so I want to support him. But basically, Texas is simply 30 to 120 days behind DeSantis. Watch, whatever DeSantis does, Abbott will do and that's what everybody needs to do because look at the state of Florida where everybody's moving to the state of Florida is, is number one for people moving to number one and two people moving out of California and New York facts disclose TV tweet 
just in. United States producer, price inflation jumps, get this, jumps to 6.6% in May, the largest year-over-year increase in history. The greatest increase of inflation in history. Ah, 120 days. Give me a break. Oh, he's increased uh, illegal immigration by 600%. Capacity at illegal immigration facilities are, is at 1,700%. Uh, percent, and he has the greatest inflation in history. He's managed to do that in 120 days and be laughed at at the G7 summit. You know, no problem. 120 days, that's a lot of accomplishments for Joe Biden. Here's, here's, a, here's something that epitomizes it. Put up that next picture for me. There you go. From Billy Jones. One year ago today, this is my driveway. Cost, this is one year ago. So look at the date, May 21st. So in one year, his lumber cost right there for that lumber was $2,904. Let's make it, let's do simple math. Last year, $3,000. This year, uh, $12,000, Joe Biden. And you know why we have Joe Biden? Once again, because of all the CCCs, the COVID caving Christians, the COVID caving clergy, the COVID caving conservatives, that is why we are in the mess that we are in right now. Because the moment you buy one inch to their bold face lies, they usher in a storm of leftist, absolute leftist Hades that we all have to be stuck with for who knows how long. For who knows how long. All right, let's finish up with some COVID stuff tonight. Samuel RZ video. This is from Tucker. Locked up politician is what I titled it. Play it for me. This is out of Canada. Christine Bernier is the leader of the People's Party of Canada. He's a former cabinet secretary in the Canadian government. He joins us tonight. Mr. Bernier, thanks so much for coming on. It's, from an American perspective, it's remarkable that the government, the Trudeau government, would arrest its political opponent for complaining about its policies. That's what it seems like from our perspective. What's your view? You're absolutely right, Tucker. I'm very pleased to be with you, very pleased to be free. But yes, you know, I'm doing a tour across the country to speak against these authoritarian lockdowns and stay-at-home order. And I'm the only political leader in Canada who is speaking against that. And in that tour, I, I had planned to be in Manitoba. And just before coming to Manitoba, the premier of that province uh, threatened me. He said in a press conference the day before I arrived there that I was not welcome. And if I'm coming to Manitoba, he said that my my uh, he will empty my my wallet. So so he doesn't want to have any discussion about. his uh, policies and actually you're right i was out there with my supporters and, and speaking to be ready for the next election speaking about my values and just after that they arrested me saying that i was not respecting the covid uh, regulations but it was not about that it was about political repression and in canada you cannot speak against the regime uh, it's like in china i was in jail for uh, eight hours uh, they you know handcuffed me put me in jail and for a non-crime for just after a gathering with my uh, supporters and uh, it was a political repression all right back to me so there you go what was he arrested for protesting COVID. great job 
Great job, American Church. I remember all the weak need, latte sucking, skinny jeans wearing pastors. Um, you know what? This is not our fight. This is not our time. Trust the experts. Trust Fauci. The government is looking out for your health. Really? How's that working out? The Canadian church, where are you? There's a few that are standing up. I had the privilege yesterday of meeting Arthur Pulaski. What's the, what's the conference title again, Aaron? They changed the title up in Tampa. There we go. Reawaken America Tour. Now it was the health and safety tour. Now it's the Reawaken America Tour at the River Church, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown's church in Tampa. Now it's the Re-Amer- Clay Clark's Reawaken America Tour. I had the, uh, the awesome privilege of meeting Arthur Pulaski last night. The hero. That's the guy. Gestapo, get out. That guy. Met him last night to be kicking the police out. You should hear all the fines. How many times he's been arrested? Arrested out on the highway. These are the heroes. This politician right here, uh, I don't want to, I'm going to massacre his name, but Maxime Bernier. Bernier. Arrested for what? Protesting lockdowns. Great job. These are, these are if you're a conservative and you bought in and you're masked and you're vaccinated and you quarantined and locked down and social distance and bought in to save lives, Look at the fruit. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. If you sow corruption, you will reap corruption. If you sow lies, you will reap lies. We have, we have innocent people. Innocent people. Innocent Christian people being arrested. Here's the video. We'll put up the tweet first, guys. I'll introduce it with the tweet. Breaking Pastor Tim Stevens. In Canada, out of Rebel News, arrested right in front of his family for doing what? I'll break it down because I'm only going to show you a couple seconds from the video. What did he do? What did this man do? As a matter of fact, play the video, Aaron, mute it, and just put it side by side. You're awesome. You're Fast forward a little bit. Take it to where this guy's not talking. So There you go. So I'll just talk right over. Here he is being arrested. And let, me just, let, me, let me just put this commentary out. You know what, Canadian officers? You need to work on your uniforms because you look like, you actually look like, you look like the SS. You have the same colors as stormtroopers. You need to work on your uniforms, the red and the black. I was actually trying to think of that character, uh, that uh, the imitation Hitler guy in the Marvel comics thing with Captain America, Heil, whatever. Will, you got to know that. How can you not know it? That's my resident expert in all things Geekazoid is sitting right across me. He still doesn't know. Heil, whatever his name is. Hemmler or something. I can't remember. The guy with the red face. Remember the guy, the whole red, red face? Skull. Yeah, the red skull guy. What's his name? Find his name for me. That That's the outfits. He, yeah, that's not his name, though. It's Heil. It's like an imitation of Hitler. But it's, um, but anyway, Heidler. That's what they call him. Heidler. Hydra. There it is. Yeah, Hydra. That Hydra. There it is. That's what this outfit is. That's what they look like. Sorry to go geek on everybody. I obviously don't watch enough. Look at these kids. He was arrested for conducting a church service. Freeze that right there. Freeze that. So there you go. There's all of his kids. Now, what what was his events? What was his grievous events? This is, uh, I want to get his name right. Pastor Tim Stevens in Canada. What was his grievous events? He conducted an outdoor church service. They They did a reconnaissance flight over the, the Canadian police, over over his, <laughs> they've got a picture loading up. They did, you know, throw it in there. I can't, there it is. Here's the, the Canadian police. Look at the outfits. You know, we got we to gotta get there. We got to do a side-by-side when you can. We'll do it. We'll work on it. Put me back and do it. We'll work on a side-by-side with their outfits versus Hydra's outfits. Outfit. So they did a flyover, 
checked it. This is what the this is all the Canadian police have to do. And again, so they 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 fly over and they arrest him for conducting an outdoor church service. Again, American church, the ones that closed, have you repented? Because now what you've done is unleash the antichrist spirit all throughout the world. You thought, well, we're doing this to save lives. No, you bought into Democratic Party gaslit propaganda is what you did. The baby butchers, well, we don't get into politics at our church. Then you're an idiot. You need to get in there. They're liars. They're of the devil. You ought to be on the front lines of politics, churches. You ought to be on the front lines, and this is what you get instead. Our pastors being arrested. Rodney Howard Brown arrested. Archer Pulaski arrested. Tony Spell arrested. Now Tim Stevens arrested. Great job, COVID cavers. Nice job. Go ahead, side by side that. That is perfect right there. And see if you can split that in half with Hydra. This is what they, this, this is what they look like. This is a comparison. Go ahead, flip it back. There you go. There you go. Change your outfits now. I mean, isn't it kind of weird how it works out that way? The Gestapo has Gestapo outfits. And here, I'll close with this. This is from Wake Up From COVID. I love the name of that Twitter handle. This is from Wake Up From COVID. This is something I believe, I can't remember exactly who gave this to me, but this is a great video. This is what shows you, this will show you what it's all about. COVID was just a warm up. Play it for me. Oh man, we need audio bad. What, you think I'm making that up? I started Avoiding over, started over. Lockdown. Are you ready for climate lockdowns? What, you think I'm making that up? Avoiding a climate lockdown by the WBCSD, that rolls off the tongue. That stands for the World Business Council for Sustainable Development. 3M, Apple. Bloomberg, BMW, Chevron, BP, Dow, DuPont, Google, IBM, Ikea, Kellogg's, Nestle, Procter & Gamble, it just keeps going. This was published way back in October 2020, so it's not even a new thing. They say in the near future, the world may need to resort to lockdowns again, this time to tackle a climate emergency. All right, back to me. The there you go. That's what it's been about from day one. That's the Great Reset. That's Klaus Schwab. That's Prince Charles, that's Joe Biden, that's Kamala Harris, that's the WEF, that's the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, the CCP, the People's Liberation Army, the Prime Minister Jacinda of of New Zealand, and numerous others. It's the Great Reset. That's what the plan was. That's what the plan is. And that's why you hear members of the Great Reset like Klaus Schwab, like Prince Charles. Like Xi Jinping say, this is the opportunity of a lifetime to do a great reset. And now what they'll do next is they'll tell you, you know what? Too many cows have farted this month, so you better lock down again. That's what they're going to do. I mock it, but I'm telling you that's exactly what it's about. Just so everybody knows, put that up, Aaron. I'll be speaking at Clay Clark's reawaken america tour this is at the river church in tampa bay florida i'll be speaking 3 40 p.m on saturday to four o'clock p.m on saturday i'm right after roger stone i'll be speaking there if you want more of this absolute fervor <laughs> or zeal is what i like to call it or 90 90 minutes of fervor 90 minutes of fury if you want another 20 minutes of it I'll be speaking on what should have happened when COVID was presented to us. I'll be speaking at 3.40. I got you, Aaron. I'll get it. 3.40 on Saturday afternoon. I'll be there speaking live to everybody. Today I was there. There was about 8,000 people there. If you want to watch it online, it's at 
thrivetimeshow.com. Is that forward slash or backward slash? Forward slash Tampa dash conference. One more time, thrivetimeshow.com forward slash Tampa conference. If you want to watch it, I'll be there. Listen, I love all of you. I will also be back for my podcast and, and I'll be live also on CTN, the Christian Television Network, 1030 Saturday night. Do not miss. Let's stay informed and let's take action. And listen, I want you all to know something. Jesus loves you way more than anybody ever could. He's all that truly matters in life. Jesus loves you. Go after him with all that you have. I love you all. God bless you. See you Saturday. Thank you so much for watching the Tom Lively podcast tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world. It is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to TomLipley.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you tune in again. Listen, there's a lot of people that have come to this church from other churches, and they're barely hanging on here. But the reason why they're hanging on is because their old church is dead. This church scares them, but they'd rather have scared than dead. God's in control. No, he's not. You are. You implement the word of God or you don't. God's in charge once you're dead. You're in charge now. Tom, that sounds like, that sounds blasphemous. That's only because you've been taught a wrong doctrine on the sovereignty of God. Sovereignty means above all, not in control of all. If God was in control of all, we wouldn't see what we see. Who's in control of America? The God of the spirit of the air, the devil. Only by Christians taking ground, recapturing territory, or never surrendering territory to begin with. That is the hope of America.